the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. I was just mentioning the preparation for the First Holy Communion and it seems that the Gospel we have just read this morning seems to answer this desire that we all had and we still must have to receive Jesus as the first time. Two healing are offered to our meditation this morning. Two healing that are for us. A meditation, a figure of two sacraments we can receive as many times as we need all along our life, which are the sacrament of penance and sacrament of Holy Eucharist. One is clear, clearly made and offered to our meditation with the healing of the two one of the two men, one sick with the leper, the other one sick of the palsy. And the second one prepared us to receive Holy Communion. The first of the miracle of Jesus is even more clearer on all the parts of the sacrament of penance. We can see, we can read in the action of Jesus the four parts of the sacrament of penance which we must accomplish to make the sacrament completed. The first part is the contrition for our sins. The second is the confession itself. Third part, absolution. And the fourth part, reparation. The one that unfortunately, because we are all heads, the parts that we must leave for God, or we are not doing it really properly, unfortunately. Those four parts we can clearly see in the first healing of Jesus. We've got the, contri the, we've got the contrition of the sin when the leper come to Jesus and ask for him being made clean. And in the same time, he, do he does the confession. The absolution is when Jesus clean him properly. And the satisfaction is when he asks for this man to go and see the priests to offer the gift that Moses commanded. We can even go deeper in this meditation, seeing that the first part, all the healing itself, can be seen as only the contrition, which we would call in that case the perfect contrition when before coming to the confessional we so deeply regret our sins that because of the act of love we do our sins are in our soul intimately forgiven and forgotten by God before the sacrament but this contrition never dispense us to come to the confession and to go and see the priest as Jesus said to us this morning. The perfect contrition is a grace 
which is given to us. But we must still come to the box to humiliate ourselves in front of another man who is holding this, the place of Jesus and on his behalf gave us, will give us the absolution for our sins. This is what we can withdraw at least at the first reading from the first healing that we read, we, we, we read, we read this morning in the Gospel. But our Holy Mother, the Church, in her divine wisdom, so that this was not enough to invite us to come and to receive the holy, the holy confession, the holy absolution. And Jesus himself, knowing perfectly what the church would do after it would be back to heaven, knowing that, he asked his father in, a, in his heart to perform a second miracle to invite us even more strongly to benefit those graces that we receive in the sacrament of penance. And this is why today we read a second time, we read a second healing. This second healing is also inviting us to make a good preparation to receive the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. This preparation for the the, to receive the Holy Eucharist is obviously made to us when the centurion said for the first time this prayer that we sing every time before we receive Holy Communion Lord, I am not worthy that thou shalt enter under my roof but only say the word and my servant shall be healed from a distance, Jesus can heal us. But Jesus wants to visit us. He wants to come under our roof. And for that, He requests a deep faith, inflamed with the zeal of charity. And this deep faith must be practiced with a high level of humility. What force, in a way, Jesus to perform that miracle to heal the servant is the faith and humility of the centurion. The centurion, if you place everything back in the, in the history of the world, what was a centurion? He was a commander of men probably hundred men under his orders. He was also, at that time, the Roman occupier, the political power, the same political power that condemned Jesus three years later, and probably one of his colleagues put Jesus to death. He was a man of power, but today, because of his faith and humility, he acknowledged that somebody is greater than him, the commander. He's greater than even Caesar, the emperor. 
the one who gave him orders. He acknowledged that somebody can do something that nobody else can. This is what the Lord is requesting from us. It doesn't matter what is our social position, how holy we are, because we don't know that part. Jesus wants us to practice humility at all times. It's a good thing. Every, every time we come in, we approach the confessional, we approach the Holy Table to receive Holy Communion, to say those words of the centurion today, Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. But in fact, those words should not be said only at that moment, but all the time, at all the moments of our life, because Jesus is the real ruler of our life. Jesus wants to be part intimately, any time, any moment we are living on this earth. Only the faith in God, only a perfect love, a perfect charity towards Jesus, with the zeal of humility, will bring us forward and, make, and will make us worthy by the grace of God to receive all the graces that we need. Jesus wants us to come humble, humble as the centurion this morning, to beg for his grace, to be forgiven, to receive all the gifts that we need. Let's say again, every time, any time we have, any spare time, let's say again with the centurion, those words, requesting humbly, as the last person on earth, the grace of God to come upon us and to transform us forever. The name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Amen.